And now, discover your true course. This podcast is a production of True Course Life and Leadership Development. Your host, founder and president, Dr. Michael Godfrey. Hello and welcome to Discover Your True Course. This podcast is a part of our service to and support for organizations and individuals who want to be more, see more, and achieve more. I'll be providing principles, practices, and tips for you and your organization to assist you in making the most of the COVID-19 crisis of 2020. Our physical health is somewhat straightforward. The experts are giving us all that we need to do to try to stay healthy and to try to stay uninfected during this process. One of the things that we know is there will be psychological issues related to this. Now, they're not going to kill you necessarily, nor are they going to be so debilitating that you can't manage them. But it's important to be aware that some of the things that you are feeling right now, if you're in the midst of this crisis, are emotional fallout. There may be discouragement, depression, fear, frustration, all kinds of anxiety, intense emotions that show up for you. You may find yourself just being a little more irritable, and that's a part of the fallout here. That's a part of this sheltering in place. This is not a bad thing, just as emotions themselves are not bad things. They're good. They enrich our lives. But we cannot allow emotions to rule our lives. Emotions are to be managed. And so let's talk about that just a little bit. First of all, I know that for most of us, there's a certain level of anxiety that we may feel. We're anxious about what's happening. We don't know what's going to happen with our business, with our job, with our health, and with all of those things related to all of our relations. We don't know what's going to happen. We're less able to manage some life situations like buying groceries and getting some other things done because of the crisis, and that leaves us feeling just a little bit anxious because we can't get it done. Now, some things that you can do for the anxiety is you can do some meditative practices. I've mentioned this in other podcasts, but you can do some things like progressive muscle relaxation. You can do 10-minute mindfulness exercises. This will help you a great deal because it actually has the function of rewiring your brain over time. So a daily use of some kind of meditative practice is good. And if you need some suggestions on what to use with this, feel free to contact me at discover at discoveryourtruecourse.com, and I'll be glad to make some suggestions to you. One thing that will help you in this regard is stop watching the news. The news reporters thrive on the negative news. That's what we listen to. That's what will get our attention is the negative news. If they give good news, we may pay attention to it for a moment, but they can capture our attention for a long time if they're giving negative news. Stop listening to it. Maybe turn it on once during the day for a few minutes just to get critical information, or don't turn it on at all, because if something bad is happening, somebody will let you know. Remember that your emotions are irrational. Emotions are not born of critical evaluation. They're not from our cognitive thinking processes. They're something altogether different. They are constructed by us out of our past experiences. Like in stress, your brain tells your body danger, and really there is no danger, but you begin to feel in your body and feel in your emotions as if there were danger. Then it's time to speak to your brain. It's time to tell your brain whether it's danger or not. It's time for you to critically evaluate the situation and tell your brain what is correct because it will get the thing wrong many times. Your brain will generate an emotion for you that's not even an appropriate emotion in the setting. 
And you go, why do I feel this way? Because it's constructed from past experiences, but you can choose not to be that way. I've said this before in podcasts, it's easier to act your way into a new way of feeling than to feel your way into a new way of acting. Think about that a minute. That's not original with me, but it's been a very important statement for me. I can choose what emotions I honor and choose to pay attention to. And I encourage you to not give your emotions the kind of power you may be giving them. Don't give them so much credibility. I simply don't recommend it. Sometimes we think if we feel something, that's truth. Not necessarily. Then, I want to encourage you to get out of your head. Boy, in times like this, we get in our head and those thoughts start rolling around and we get more and more anxious, more and more discouraged, more and more fearful, more and more frustrated, more and more depressed, and we've got to get out of our head. So one exercise that I'd encourage you to do is take a pad and you write down the things that you know right now for sure. It may be a short list. And then on the other side, you write down the things you don't know. And then put your hands on both sides and say, I accept this as being the best that I understand. It's the best that I can do at this moment, and I give myself the freedom to walk away from it. And then walk away. If That may work for you, it may not, but it's something to try to take a look at it and stop getting in your head so much. Put your thoughts out there on paper. It may help you to journal during this time. If you uh, like doing that kind of thing, that may help you. Now, a heightened sense of vulnerability, a sense of lacking control, will yield toxic worry. That's an equation that's put out there by Ed Hallowell, and I tend to agree with it. Anytime we're in that position, we're worrying. I want to encourage you to do a couple of things. First of all, Hallowell says it like this, worry well. There's sometimes we need to worry because it issues in planning. We move forward to plan something or to think through or avoid a situation or some things like that. But sometimes we are chronic worriers and it's toxic. It poisons you. It will really weaken you. It will actually make you sick. Don't do it if you can avoid it. Here are several little tips I want to offer to you. First of all, set a time to worry. Just make an appointment with yourself to worry. It really can work for some people. During the day, instead of chronically worrying, Put that worry aside for your appointment with worry at the end of the day and simply say, I'm not going to worry about that right now. I'm going to worry about that at five o'clock. It'll keep you from worrying chronically. And then don't worry until you need to worry. You may think it may be something to worry about, but until it is something to worry about, don't worry about it. Because worry, unless it issues forth in planning and product, is just a vicious hamster wheel. Don't do it. Then I want to encourage you to be grateful for what you have and what is and what you don't have and what is not. If you want some help with this, get the book Gratitude Works by Robert Emmons. He gives you a little project in there that you can work on for a few days. It's a great thing to work on during this time. I want to encourage you to laugh more. Intentionally find ways to create laughter. My wife was reading me some memes off of Facebook this morning, and they were hilarious. And they were all jokes about COVID-19 and about all the different things that were going on about that. Laugh about it. Even if you don't feel like laughing, laugh. It will help you. And it actually has healing power. Then I want you to begin to think about opportunity comes out of adversity. Out of all adversity, opportunity comes. Out of this adversity, there will be an opportunity to do things differently, to do things better, to be more productive, and a variety of different things like that that we would not have done otherwise. 
I hear story after story after story about people telling themselves for so long, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do the other, and this crisis forced them to go ahead and do it. They got it done. Winston Churchill said, a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity, an optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. Yes, Sir Winston Churchill. So I wish you the best in this. We're going to be back talking about your social experience during this COVID crisis, and we're also going to talk about how to build resilience in your person and your practice. It's entirely possible that you are leaving with more questions than you have answers. If that's the case, then here are four types of additional help that you can access. One, email me at discover at discoveryourtruecourse.com with a brief statement of your question, and I'll address it either here on the podcast or we can address it in a brief phone call or a coaching session. Number two, grab a copy of my books, Without Regret and Put Stress to Work. Both of these support the content of the podcasts, and they're available on Amazon.com in paper, Kindle, or audio versions. Number three, Please visit discoveryourtruecourse.com, our website, and subscribe to receive our monthly e-zine. Number four, contact us to explore how we can support you and your organization in your quest to be more, see more, and achieve more. I'm Michael Godfrey. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. This has been a production of True Course Life and Leadership Development. Copyright by J. Michael Godfrey. All rights reserved.